What's up, addicts? Welcome to the pregame pod. Uh, this week, we are joined by an Eagles fan, uh, given his takes on the game. So please sit back, enjoy the show, and thanks for tuning in. What's up, everybody? Uh, we got the normal uh, addicts crew here, Sans Ellie. Um, had a little bit of stuff to do today, but we're here with a uh, fellow um, football fan and a, a rival rival fan, uh, Mr. Denny over here. Uh, friends of uh, friends of Dev brought him onto the uh, the show today. So we're gonna we're gonna kick it with uh, with Denny, <laughs> Denny for a little bit. See where his head's at. See what he thinks about the Eagles. See what he thinks about uh, our team, and then uh, we'll go from there. So, Denny, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick, just tell everybody how you uh, how you became an Eagles fan, real quick. Um, just pretty much, I, I grew up in the military. Mom and dad's from the Poconos, and uh, my mom, and my mom, <laughs> me and my mom were Eagles fans. My dad and my brother are Steelers fans. So I just uh, stayed with that. I'm a, I'm a true uh, Philadelphia fan. I, I'm a fan of all the Philadelphia teams. So every sport represented Phillies, you know, and uh, yes. Sixers, hey. you know. So I, I'm not I'm not a bounce around here, man. I'm not a front runner, you know. So good yep. times and bad times. So respect. Hey, I can't. I, I'm the same way. I think Phil's the same way. I mean, these Rod and uh, Dev, you know, they're Knicks fans. We're Wizards fans. So we we know how it is, man. Um, <laughs> 76 years, hopefully on on the, on the up and up. I can't say that about the Wizards though. Um, all right, so let's talk about the Eagles, man. Um, shit, what you know? What what do you think about the Eagles, uh, especially going into tomorrow, man? Where where as an Eagles fan, uh, where where your head? Where's your head at? Yeah, right now, man. Um, as of course, at come draft time, we're all excited. You know, got a lot of speed on the team. You know, a lot of young young players. But uh, as of last year, man, we, the injury bug hit us right now. So uh, we hope we're going to see a lot of people we want to see tomorrow. So you're going to get uh, some of our second and third stringers tomorrow, unfortunately, you know. So, But uh, a lot of us uh, Eagles fans are like, man, again, not again, you know. But it's happening, man. But uh, um, luckily, uh, one thing that I'm excited about, man, is we might be able to see Jalen Rigger tomorrow, you know. So uh, they said it was like four to six weeks. But they're saying that um, that it's going to be uh, faster. He had full practice. Last couple times, so you get. Um, so uh, might get to see him a little bit. That's a little more exciting. Um, I, I I'm excited about our, our. We have we got some depth, man. So um, I mean, of course, like you know, at the end of last year, a lot of second, third stringers are playing and so forth. We and uh, it showed that our team, you know, our team, we got a lot of heart, man. So we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, some depth, you know. So. I'm ex- I'm excited just to have just to have football. Be honest with you, man. So. Um, oh yeah, man. For real. Like I, either way, I you know I could think we we all say the same thing. Like I don't think we care when lose or draw, man. We're just happy to see football here. Um, right, right. So so, I yeah y'all have y'all battling the injury bug. I can honestly say for once we're actually doing better than you guys on the injury front. Um. Uh. So, real quick. Uh, so Miles Sanders is who I was worried about personally because I, I think the dude's got some potential, and um, I was oh, worried man. about him because the Redskins' defense was like 31st in the run last year. But um, you know, we got a, a updated uh, front seven. I think we'll be able to stop the run much better. So, so now we oh, have yeah, to yeah. worry about Boston Scott, whoever Boston Scott is. I mean, I looked uh, at him a little bit last you, year. You guys know who Boston Scott is. I saw him <laughs> last year. You know who he is. He's he's yeah. a ball man. He had, I think he had like 90-something total yards against us towards, I want like the fourth, yeah, fifth, fifth, last game of the season. Yeah, he's a dominant rough for sure, man. Yeah. Um, Jalen Rager, I like. Go ahead, Ron. 
No, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm itching to jump in, man. Do you it, just do it. <laughs> but me, Danny, my question for you is, I am super excited to obviously see Chase Young for us. Oh, How yeah. do you think he's going to perform against Jason Peters at that left tackle position? Uh, that, do you think that, Jason Peters is going to hold up, or is he going to get ran through? Oh man, yeah, he's they call him bodyguard. He's smirking. If y'all look at the video, he's smirking. Hey. He knows he's hey. gonna get ran through. I love it. Let's go. Hey, no, let's he, go. He, <laughs> hey, he's a vet. He's a vet, man. And vets know every corner, every cheat, whatever you got out there, man. So Chase got it. He got a hands full, man. But I mean, I'm I, we're excited that he got moved back to that spot, man. A lot of the Eagles fans, us, we're all worried about him being the right side, and they how talk about all the contract talks and like, is he going to? He wanted more money to be able to play, you know, the both sides, and um, it got worked out last minute. So he's back where he's supposed to be, you know. So we're excited about that. We're worried about Lane Johnson though, because he got either he's he's game time decision with his ankle. So he had ankle uh, surgery or or, or work on over the over the uh, the yeah. off season. Very recent. So, I, I saw. I read August. Yeah. Like people, yeah, all the he, fans were like, "Why didn't he have it sooner?" He's he's like he yeah. might be out tomorrow because I heard uh, I read that y'all caught up some some other defensive tackle off the practice squad, so that's not looking too good. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. I mean, I mean, we I mean, we got we got some people that are gonna 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 fill those spots, man. And one thing about I like about Doug Peterson, man, he's gonna he's gonna make sure that 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 the people aren't supposed to be that they're gonna be at. You know, he if anything, he knows how to coach people up. Um, he knows who to put where. So I I think that um we'll be okay. Um, right side's gonna be a little. It's gonna be easier for y'all if Lane's not in there for sure. That's for, that's for sure. But I, I, I'm not worried about Peters, man. He's gonna do his thing, you know. So I'd be worried about Wentz getting them legs fucked up by Chase Young, getting them legs fucked up by Kerrigan, <laughs> and getting them legs fucked up by Montez Sweat, Ionitis, <laughs> Allen, and Payne. Even settles. Even the Partridge and the Pear Tree gonna have a sack. Tomorrow, bro, we're going to sack everybody, dog. Bro. Listen, Y'all listen, water boy ain't even oh, saying. Oh, 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 I'm a water boy in a helmet. We're going to fuck him up, too. And if you listen. down with bad boy, then fuck you, too. Cheeto XL. <laughs> <laughs> My fofo, make sure all y'all kids know. Nah. Listen, I, I understand, man. But you, what you know, man, uh, uh, me and you watched a couple games last year, and you were like, how did he get out of that? You know, I've so never, I'm never watching another game with you, bro. I've never <laughs> – I mean, look, this dude was my college roommate, man. It's like my brother, right? I've watched – every time I watch a Philly and a, a Redskins game – or Washington football team game together, we lose every time I watch it with them. Every time. But I'm you're about to here. tomorrow to watch the game oh. tomorrow. No, I'm not either. Like, let me ask, let me say, ask, let me ask a serious do question. <laughs> go ahead. Let me go. ask a serious question <laughs> of, of old Denny here. All right. Are you prepared to see – your quarterback make history tomorrow. Make make history. What? What's the, what's He's going to make history. He's going to be the first quarterback that uh, is going to get hit with the high low from Young and Sweat, and literally will be ripped in half on the field. You're going to be to see the first time. You're going to see an actual murder happen on the football field. You're going to see. Wentz's redheaded entrails laying across the 40-yard line, all right? You're going to see both his legs look like Alex Smith's one leg did in the wow. Houston game. That's a low blow. That was low. Oh, wow, okay. You wishing some bad stuff on us, man. 
Hey, but you know, your uh, city is trash, dude. I went to a Philly uh, game in 2015. The, I went to that Philly game in 2015 where we won the division by beating y'all. I was at that game. I drove to Philly, all right? I'm leaving the stadium, and I've got two young kids with me, right? I'm talking about 10 and 11. And we're leaving. We're heading out of the stadium. And the two kids are with us. They're Skins fans. They're happy. And some Philly fan looks me dead in the eye as we're walking by, and he says, I hope you and your family die in a car crash and burn in hell. Uh, and hey, you know what, what I told him? I said, are these people die champions. Hey, he don't speak for all of us, though, man. Every, every team has that one idiot, man, that just that just thinks that he's – One idiot? I ended up wearing a Redskins jacket, and I had an entire section call me an asshole. Well, it – no, not, and you know I what I did? I just did this. I, 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 I my hands man. up. Like, I come on. I said, I can't speak for a lot of those other, other uh, Eagles fans, man. I know we got we, we got the label of being the worst fans in the NFL, that kind of stuff, you know. Who's your, who's but, your uh, favorite Eagle of all time? My favorite Eagle of all time? Right. Reggie, Reggie White, for sure. Reggie White, for sure. I like Brian Dawkins. He was a great Packer. He, he, he was he was a good target. Yeah, he was a good target. Oh, he threw it. He threw he it out there. But look, but but the answer is low, low level like, shade. I love it. You know, um, we one thing they mentioned they mentioned before was Wentz put on some muscle, man. So you're gonna see he, he's little, he he put on some muscle this this off season. So I hope Wentz, he worked leg day. Yeah, yeah, I hope I hope so too. But look, he he's a, he he's not say quarterback man. Then he first came in there. He he plays a lot smarter. I think after that one play where he dove into the end zone, man, and, and got got hit pretty hard and got hurt in that one play in the playoffs. I, I think he's gotten a little smarter than, since then. So Jalen Hurts. Oh, you're going to need Jalen Hurts. First I don't want of all, no because Wentz is going to get torn in half. But how do you have a soulless ginger quarterback in a city that literally <laughs> created <laughs> Philly soul? <laughs> the soulless ginger is that his name? <laughs> How? Oh man! Oh man! I How do you plan on going to this with an offensive line that's softer than your city's cream cheese when it's microwaved? I mean, how do you plan on winning this game? Our, yeah. our hey, defensive hey, line is going to breakfast, you, lunch, and dinner on your asses. Here, here, here's my response to that. If we win the game, how are you going to explain losing to second and third stringers? Again. Whoa. That's, how, why, how? that's why I don't talk shit. That's why this guy don't talk shit. <laughs> Me either, man. You say, you say I believe, if hey, we I, lose. I say I when I believe, we win. Because I, I have confidence we, in my team. I, I, I do, too. And I believe we won. There's the no ifs year. You, you have confidence. I know, I know when we, we won the East last year with second and third stringers. Nobody can deny that. So you can't deny our heart, man. We don't need starters to try to win the game. We're gonna we're gonna put our hundred percent in if a starter. No, your starters not, are second and third stringers on better teams. Uh, Come on. Except Zach Ertz. I hate that motherfucker. Zach Ertz beats us every year, man. Yeah, Zach Ertz is, is is your guy, and he doesn't even want to be in Philly anymore. We will take him. him. We will that's take it. him. Y'all want to trade us? Y'all won't care. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Greg Ward did, did a number on y'all uh, last year. Greg Ward. Did number about Louisville Cardinals when he was a quarterback. One catch. Greg Ward. Greg Ward One stepped catch. up, man. He's tough. He's gonna be in the game tomorrow. You might see Rager. I, I I really I really don't know if, if I like that or not because like I said he's he, he had dislocated shoulder. 
and he's rushing back, man. Two full practices in a row. That's too but short. You're going to see him. It's, it's, it's fast. Hey, all, the, all, the, all the Eagles receivers had a chance to, to pull numbers tomorrow because the Redskins cornerbacks are not good. Kendall Fuller's out. It, 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 mm-hmm. if, if Wentz has more than two seconds. Do have one of the trash quarterbacks. Quarterback. I don't have plenty of time because there's, there's nobody about, who can cover. Aaron Colvin, he, they call him up. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing about this too, man, is that um, you guys have a very tough, tough defensive line, right? Ours is as tough, right? And uh, even though we don't have, like, Hargrave, Hargrave was, was one oh. I was excited about. He ain't going to play. He's hurt. But look at – and Barnett is, is still iffy. He might not play. But look at look behind them. Joshua is doing work. Barnett's just, out. They just, Barnett's out. They just announced right. he's out. So, so jo- Joshua Josh, Josh is see, doing work. Might see two Malik out. Jackson. I seen – I seen L.E. Uh, light up whenever you said that – the y'all's defensive line is as yeah. good as ours, man. I seen it. I see yeah, that bothers hey. me. Spidey sense tingling over there, man. That bothers me. Hey, hey, so yeah. Denny, Denny, we got a new uh, one of our one of our boys, Ellie, made it in. So I just want to make sure y'all virtual introduction. He's yeah, a little late to the game. Yeah, and our our secondary, our secondary is um is uh is 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 has been some additions to that, you know, with with Slay, big play Slay. So, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Big play Slay, Slay. got slaughtered last year, right? Uh, By McLaurin. Is that fair? Because last game he had five catches, 126 Mc, yards, cooking them. McLaurin is tough. McLaurin is tough. Yeah. He, he is one I'm worried about. Yeah. He, he got so so Slay, will be matched, Slay will be matched up with McLaurin, right? That's, that's probably what's going to happen. No, no, no. Slay, 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 Slay doesn't travel, right? He doesn't travel. <laughs> He'll be matched he up with travel. McLaurin's back. Are you Slay does travel. <laughs> Slay does travel, yeah. Late travel. Um, you know, also, travels, I think defensive ends to quarterbacks is what you're going to have traveling. Hey, so, Denny, Denny, what, what can you tell us about Ronald Darby? Uh, I like Darby, man. But uh, the Darby's weakness is he's just short, man. He's just short. Um, I like him. He, he's, he's a good player. But uh, he just, you know, he, he, he gets burned a lot. That's I thought it was like six with something. How tall is Darby? Uh, he's, he gets burned a lot, man. He gets out jumped a lot, so. But I liked him when we had him on our, our squad, man. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to see him go. But I mean, we had they, had, they made moves to be able to get a bigger name cornerback and to get Slay, so that had to be made, I guess. Plus, he was always hurt. Yeah, Darby got yeah, Darby hurt most of the year last year. Sure. Yeah, he's five eleven. I just looked it up. Yeah, he's he's not tall at all. Man, I thought he was taller. No, he he got he got out. Uh, what was it? The game against Dallas, man. Um, and uh, Cooper just like he just got mossed like every play. Hey, Denny, so, Louisville Western fighting and stuff on the field, man. They fist yeah, fighting for real. Yeah. Oh, Ronald Darby's a local kid, man. He's from Oxon Hill. Yeah. I know that. Hey, Denny, we yes, played sir. y'all December fifteenth last year. You guys were fighting for the division, right? It was seven. seven you guys were seven and seven. Mm-hmm. We had none to play for. We were three and eleven. We took y'all to the basically the last five minutes of the game. Explain that. Explain that. that. that, that that's, that's our Achilles heel, man. We always take those games, man. Like like um, last year we our cornerbacks was was oh man, it was our secondary was terrible last year. Let's be honest uh, about that. Our secondary our secondary kept kept all of our games close. But how'd y'all um, get better? How'd y'all get better in the secondary? Oh, so, I mean, you can't go, you can't not get worse with Slay back there. No, no, no. He was already there, December fifteenth. No, I'm talking about the end of the year. Y'all had y'all had everything to play for. Yes. Right. We didn't have Slay last year. Yes. Slay, Slay, oh Slay no no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we had a slay. Um, but he got torched but, by our guy though. So I'm just we, saying. I'm trying to figure out did, what else. We y'all did. did. We did. He he is he is man. He's fast and he's tall. He's got the reach of of a giant. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, I mean, secondary. I mean, we got. I mean, we lost Jenkins. Um, they put they moved Ronnie McLeod in there. Um, we picked up a rookie, Kayvon Wallace. I'm excited about him. I mean, from Clemson. I'm excited about him. I'm not sure how much he's gonna play and start, but I'm excited about him. Um, Craig James, man, he's he's the guy that that has been a part of squad back and forth. So I mean, he's he's hungry. Uh, he's he's fighting for a spot. I'm excited about the addition of um, Robbie Coleman, man. I mean, um, that's an upgrade. Um, Craven LeBlanc, he 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 got he's back on there, man. He's young young cat that's hungry. He's still learning, but uh, he showed out, man. I mean, he he's one of the key players that helped us really win win the division last year. He came and stepped up, and um, he his, his, his number got called up. He performed, you know, a couple of good big picks and stuff. We got, uh, for, of course, Avante Mattis, he's back from injury. So, I mean, our secondary, um, we, we had some, some guys that shined, that, that, that stepped up. And, hold and on, really hold on. You just you say Maddox? That nigga ain't shit. He's like, he's like Calvin, man. How many interceptions he do you have? Avante Maddox is a scrapper. Man, a scrap. That's what they call the, the, <laughs> the white guy in open gym. They can shoot a three if you leave him open. Well, I, you know, he sets Jaylen good Mills, screens. Hey, like nobody picks that motherfucker up. Jalen Mills, he he's gonna be in the mix, man, for sure. So I mean, those those guys, man, that they're proven because they they stepped up when we, when we had our worst injuries and stuff, and everybody's kind of out and everything. They stepped up a game, man. They held it down, you know. So they they can hang with 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 some elite starters like you guys claim to be having come come uh, Sunday, you know. Y'all gonna lose, man. Um, if you lose. I'm going to have this Redskins jersey over here waiting on you. And you know we're taking a picture of that and putting it on the Redskins Addicts page because you're going to wear yeah. that. I, th- I think when you guys have an advantage, definitely a linebacker. We didn't, we didn't do much with linebacker, man. So, like, uh, we, we grabbed, drafted Sean Bradley. I'm excited about him, man. He's supposed to have become a good big thing. Nate Gary, I mean, he he came and made a couple big big plays, man. But, he, like I say, he's, he, you know, we're, 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 we're green come, come linebackers, you know, so. But uh, I like, you know, for my, my man, I mean, Brandon, Brandon Graham. I mean, he, he's a hybrid, man. Like, he's, he, you know, played linebacker position. He played at the line. I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a, something to be messed with. I mean, he's, he's going to bring the pain for sure. So, he's proven. You know, of course, you know, I can't argue got, enough. We got, Chris, we got Jerron Christian, dog. Huh? <laughs> we got Jerron Christian, dog. Jerron Christian going to shut Louis, all that shit down, man. Louisville. Jerron Christian. Louisville, 28. Oh. Western seven, Jerron <laughs> Christian, hey, man, buddy, Louisville's finest. Uh, L one six. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be uh, defensively. I mean, we 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 can hold on defensively, you know. We're gonna run on we y'all, got, man. We got, we got some weapons. We're gonna run through y'all girls like the Kardashians, bro. Well, look at it. Here's the thing: it's about offense too, man. We don't have Sanders, man. But I mean, Boston Scott, he 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 steps up, man. He's he's a he's a cannonball for sure. Hey, he's good and off then, the screen. He's really good off the screen passes. Right. Like, uh, he's, and, he can. Right, and guess who else we have that's that come back healthy? Zach Ertz, Deshaun Jackson. Who helped us win a Who helped us win a Super Bowl? Don't say Sproles. Running back. Oh, uh, I don't say. Uh, who y'all got? Sproles win. Mm-hmm. The man, the myth, the legend. Corey Clement. Mm-hmm. Corey Clement. Corey Clement come back healthy. They say they say he's almost he's about a hundred percent. So he never, another at the backfield man catch a ball like a, like a receiver, you know. So it's gonna be. I need I need to call guys. Y'all ain't get your money back for guys. <laughs> hey, Jig. 
I just sent it a <laughs> I'm, for, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for Phil to chime in. <laughs> no, no, come on. Guys were fitting great. Guys were fitting great in Philly because they have a J.O. in the stadium. Oh, my goodness. I just What's it like to have your team play at Eastern Pennsylvania State Penitentiary? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Y'all, the greatest hey, athlete you. of all time is a fictional movie character. Hey, they, they get they get rowdy, man. They get rowdy. That's for sure. They get they rowdy. They do. They get butthurt, too. <laughs> they do they get, get butthurt. rowdy. Hide yeah. your batteries. And they pay and they charge you way too much for cheesesteaks outside that stadium. 16 bucks, and all it is is dry meat and a dry bun. What the hell? Oh, you, nah, man. You're going to the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't hate on the cheesesteaks. You gotta go over there by the wrong place, man. I was outside the stadium. Oh, no, no, no. I ate a cheesesteak taco nah, one day, man. Go, go to the hood. Go to the hood. Yeah, that's where I go. Not, not, not Gino's, not Gino's or the other place. You gotta nah, go, you like, go to Gino's. Downtown, downtown. I've had good. I've had good Philly cheesesteaks in Philly. You gotta, you get, you gotta go to that one little door in the alley. Yeah, the mat where where the, where, the, where the person cooking the meal is by eighty years old. That's where you get cheesecake from, right there. That cheesecake right yeah, there. Yeah, but meat you meat. know what? The food truck ones outside the link, <laughs> outside of Eastern Pennsylvania State Penitentiary, they use the FCA, and they pay you pay sixteen bucks for like an eight inch cheesesteak that tastes like cardboard. Now, now, okay, but what, but what? But what city? What city around it? Around the stadium is going to be cheap? No, everybody, I don't make that money, man. It's always inflated, man. Every city around around anything by the, by the stadium is gonna be inflated, man. Well, they at least <laughs> give you decent food. You just pay a lot for it. <laughs> oh man, I trash. Man. I want to ask you your your three. I want to ask you what what are your three keys to victory tomorrow, man? Yes, for 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 you guys to oh. win this game, what are your three absolute keys to victory that you guys have to accomplish to beat us? Beat us, man. For us, it's always been the same thing, man. Stay out of three at third and long, man. That third and long kills us. That third and long kills us. We're always in that third and fifteen, third and seventeen. It, it kills us a lot of times, man. But man, of course, you're not turning the ball over. Of course, you know, and and like, cost me the ball fast. Your D line is tough, man. And so we don't know how it's gonna go. How prior, and we may not. I mean. You know, Pryor knows what he's doing, man. But like I say, he's not, he's, he's not a, you know, he's not a Peters, you know. So, I mean, you got, you got that. He's not Lane Johnson. I mean, you got, you got some, you got some issues right there. So, pretty much the O-line's got to, got to, got to give Wentz time, which is going to be tough. Wentz got to get the ball out fast. You got to be efficient, not turn the ball over. And we got, we got to stay out of that third along, man. And, um, and definitely those, those got to help us out, man, and not go for that fourth and three, four, the fourth and two, fourth and three all the time, man. That hurts us too, you know, but it works when we, it works that, when man. we so, take it. <laughs> but now, so. with your, say it with your chest prediction, man, what is your final score prediction before you head out for the night, man? Oh, man. Um, 49 Redskins. I, I, I think it's going to be. 2421 us, man. Okay. We'll hold you to it, man. And uh hey, thank thanks for joining us, man. And obviously hey, when we play you later on the season. Yeah, when we when we play you later on in the season, man, definitely come back and talk some shit, man. We, this was fun. Yeah. Welcome back, Redskins Addicts. It's your boy Rod. We are back for week one of the 2020 NFL season, podcast 17. Shout out to Doug Williams, Terry McLaurin, Danny Warple, 
any famous Redskin Washington football team player that wore 17. This is your pod. Jason Campbell. So obviously, fellas, Jason Campbell. Oh, God, I can't forget Jason Campbell, the great. Awkward pause. Okay. <laughs> so we are obviously – we're pumped. It's, uh, it's, it's week one. Uh, we obviously start the season with a division foe. Um, we're looking at the injury report. There's a lot of folks – more so on Philly's side that are kind of limping into the game. And I think that they really need, and I think that we, we dive into that. So we just had our previous guest on, um, we were talking about some of that, but fellas, at least more feedback from, from our own internal commentators. What hole do you see on Philly's side of the ball that you're looking to most exploit? If you're a Redskins coach or player, which hole in Philly are you looking to exploit tomorrow? And I think Phil's ready to jump in. So let's go, Phil. Let's see what you got. You're working down that offensive line. It's full of backups, guys who are aged out, who the team didn't even want to be at left tackle, Jason Peters. Um, you know, Lane Johnson's going to be either out or playing injured. And from what we understand, if they don't play, their backups are trash. That's why they had to go and put Jason Peters at left tackle because the guy who was backing him up was trash. A lot of their backups are trash. This is something we have to take advantage of. They talk about football being one in the trenches, and despite the fact that everything has changed in terms of the offensive dynamic in the league from the way it was 30, 40 years ago, but you still win at the line, and we have to exploit this. We can exploit this. Miles Sanders isn't going to be playing. So now you're going to be running with Boston Scott as your main back. But between that and patchwork offensive line, we should be dominating the run game, which is key for us because we've had trouble doing that in the past. And we should be making Carson Wentz's life a living hell back there. And, you know, I make jokes about him getting high load and ripped in half and everything else. But, you know, it's for reasons because I can see just Wentz getting beaten like crazy back there behind a, a suspect offensive line going against a very good defensive line. So if we're going to be in this game. I, I, which I hope so, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, in this game, that, that's how we win it, is in the trenches. No, and, and, and I agree with you, man. So, obviously, moving uh, Jason no, uh, Jason Peters back to left tackle, man, um, I'm looking forward to having Chase Young beat up on him. And like you're saying, with, uh, with Wayne Johnson, his right ankle um, being kind of hobbled, now you've got a speed rusher in Montez Sweat looking to pin his ears back and also eat as well. And unlike last year, we have – a defensive end and Chase Young that's going to command attention. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, we definitely have the the ability to be very destructive tomorrow, and I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now, talking the running back position for us, I uh, kind of want to uh, transition to Ellie because he seems to be the the running back kind of sore. Um, now we know J.D. McKissick is listed as as running back number one. Is that the truth? And, and uh, how many how many carries do you think he's going to get? Who's going to be our lead back tomorrow? Who's going to carry us to victory? So, J.D. McKissick, I don't believe, is a true number one running back. I think they just put him down on paper. I think 
J.D. McKissick's not a running back you hand the ball off to really at all, right? I mean, he's Chris Thompson territory or less in terms of handoffs. Um, I think you're probably going to see in, – in terms of touches, I think Peyton Barber is probably going to lead us in touches at the end of the game, uh, mostly because of the style of game that I think it's going to be. Uh, Phil said it, you know, we're gonna, we, we plan to get pressure um, and we want to keep Carson Wentz uncomfortable. Carson Wentz had a groin injury earlier in camp, and he's going to have to make a business decision. Does he want to risk getting that hurt or just, you know, compromise a little bit in the pocket? But um, we're going to try to let our defense keep us in the game, and I think we're going to play ball control a lot. Um, last year against the Eagles, uh, Haskins completed like 67% of his passes, two touchdowns, no picks and stuff like that. Um, but I think, you know, Gibson's going to play a role. I think he'll probably leave, be second in touch. He's pretty close to Barber. It depends on how he is, though. I mean, we don't know at this point how effective he's going to be rushing the ball. Um, we didn't have a lot of luck in that second game of the season in December against the Eagles running the ball much at all. So um, I think if they if their front stops us, then you'll probably see a little bit more of McKissick in the passing game. You'll see a little bit of Gibson uh, moved around a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, if we come out of the game winning, I think uh, Barber is going to lead us in touches. Perfect, man. And I, I, I'm not really big on Barber, but he's. I think he's the closest thing that we do have to our obviously recently departed AP as far as running style and physicality. So I'm good with that as long as it works out and it does what we need it to do. Just like Phil said, you're controlling the, the trenches on both sides of the ball. So we need our offensive line to give us a push um, for that to be successful. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, Dev, what looking at Philly's defensive line, we know that uh, defensive uh, tackle uh, Jason Hargrove is out, and then Derek Barnett is, is listed as questionable. I'm not sure if he's uh, uh, going to play. Now, our offensive line isn't necessarily the – but with two starters being out, do you think we have a real chance of exploiting that? I'm hoping so. That's what I was asking. Who's going to start uh, left guard for the uh... – for the Eagles, since um, the old man is moving back to the left tackle, who's starting left guard? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no idea who's going to be starting at left guard for them tomorrow, but I know it's going to be a reserve player, someone who they didn't want to start. So we got a chance to beat them up in the trenches, you know? I'm hoping. So I'm, I'm hoping we just run it down a throw. It's something I didn't really think about this till Ellie said it. I didn't think about Peyton Barber getting all those carries. I still don't think so. I think on third and short, yeah, maybe. I think on second and short, maybe. Uh, well, I think you might see McKissick run eight, nine times. Gibson run eight, nine times. Barber run five, six times. Think about I think it, you though. might see that. Which, which the Eagles, who's the Eagles' best player? Cox on offense. I'm sorry, on offense. What's it? Who's Zach, your next player? Zach Wentz, Necker, Ertz. Wentz. Ertz and Wentz. You want to keep them off the field as much as possible, right? McKissick, I don't know if he's ever had eight carries in a game before in his career. I, well, I, I don't, but you realize you said he, you don't think he's had eight carries in a game, but Gibson hasn't had 20 carries in a season. And that's why I'm saying Peyton Barber. I mean, we he's the only proven commodity we have at running the ball consistently. I don't know, man. I, I don't see it. Like I don't see him getting more than ten carries. I don't see it. Yeah, you, know, you might be right. I didn't think about that. That that's that's a good uh, 
that's a good point. But if we're running the ball 10 times with Barber and McKissick and if Gibson is getting touches and then you got throwing those gadget jet sweeps with maybe Sims or Riot or whoever's in there and McLaurin, um, then who's going to catch the fucking ball? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you got McLaurin, you got Inman, uh, you got your tight ends too, Logan Thomas. and, and If we're running uh, the ball 30 times, those guys are getting two or three catches, man. Maybe. I mean, we, we've had success against the Eagles in the air. We can we have not had success running the ball against them last year. I, I'm not going to go back. I don't remember I think that. we're going to be pass heavy. Everybody keeps saying we're going to be yeah, run heavy. But that's what I'm saying. No, I agree. I agree in some context where our, our passing game is going to be the running game in some instances, right? right and that's right, where right. McKissick gets the ball, but he's not going to get handoffs. I'm talking pure handoffs when I say running back touches, and I think that'll be Barber. I think the other guys will play a factor – but it's going to be short passing game, stuff like that, because, you know, the, the Eagles still have defensive ends that matter, right? And I think they still play that wide nine technique, and they still come after the passer. So uh, and it's not like we have the world's greatest offensive line either. You know what I mean? So we got to play smart. And I think the coaches are going to do that. And I think that's where the opportunity comes for McKissick and Gibson to, to, to play a role, motioning in and out of the backfield, doing things like that. But I think pure carries, I think Peyton Barber is going to get it on third and short. I think he's going to get it on first and 10. They have to uh, exploit. Uh, so Derek Barnett's pretty good. They got to exploit him being out, whoever his backup is. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you're, like you said, McKissick is a wide receiver convert, right, from college. And he became expendable when they got Kyrion Johnson last year and they got I think the Lions got rid of um, Amir Abdullah who's also a very similar type back but yeah I'm with you I don't I don't think McKissick gets the bulk of the carries I would love to see Antonio Gibson get a good chunk of carries but I just don't know if he's built to be a you know first second down back but maybe that just means we're just going to be he's, versatile keep people on their toes and he's the exact same size as Adrian Peterson is actually an inch taller Gibson, yeah. Well, then you know maybe 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 he will. But like I think we talked about it before, like running back is is not the most advanced position. You know, you it's the easy transition from the uh, college ranks to the NFL. So I think at least said this before. I mean, it, it is an easy transition. So maybe AG gets. I don't know. I don't know if they trust him yet. I mean, so McKissick's been in the NFL for four years. Yeah, his season. 34 carries <laughs> he has only what not even three times as many carries as uh, Gibson had in college like he has 88 rushes in his career in four years in the NFL he's not going to lead us in carries tomorrow that's not what he does it's not yeah. what he's effective at it's it's not happening um you know the thing the guy we haven't mentioned is Bryce Love and I'm yeah. I'm curious to know if he's even going to be active tomorrow and if so do we see him in the game at all you know um, one, one reason I think Gibson will be limited tomorrow is pass protection. That's not something he does well. And the Eagles are going to come after Haskins. And so I, you know, I would love to see him lead us in carries, but the reason they cut AP was because a, when AP was on the field, he sort of defined what the play was going to be. But if you have a player that's not good in pass protection on the field, then you kind of have a pretty good idea of what kind of play you're looking at, right? It's liability too, yep. That's what I'm saying. So until he improves with that, I think you're going to see Peyton Barber a lot more than you want to. And, and usually those those pounded tight backs are better at pass pro than those right. receiver tight backs because they're just not built for that. Yep. So, mm. Man, 
by the way, McKissick only has 70 catches in his career too, bro. <laughs> like, what has he been doing for he, four years? He, he, it was Amir Abdullah but last year in front of him. And, and I'm sorry, two years ago, no, I'm sorry. Last year it was Amir Abdullah and Carryon Johnson in front of him and, 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 and Detroit. So he just, you know, they were better. I don't, I just, maybe he's just not that good too. He, I mean, he's he's saved, been on. He saved me one week for fantasy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> he played in Seattle for three years. He did. He did. Jeez. And his stats are so small for yeah. four years. My God. Okay. I, this, this, this staff <laughs> likes him. The disappointment in your face. <laughs> <laughs> it just, they've been uh, hyping my, you up so My connection season. sucks, man. I, I hope I sound good on this pod, man. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Looking at the Eagles shortages on the defensive line, um, as far as just talking, our running the ball and even passing the ball, I am optimistic that both of their potential outs and Derek Barnett and Jason Hargrove are both on the right side of the defensive line, which means that's the left side of our offensive line, uh, which is what I believe to be the weaker side of our offensive line as well. So I, it's great news for us. Um, I'm not sure what their backups are capable of, but I'm hoping that our starters are better than their backups. But uh, according to the according to the Eagle depth chart, what I'm looking at is they run a four three like us. So their outsides are Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett, and their tackles are Fletcher Cox and Malik Jackson. I see Hargrave batching up, backing up Fletcher Cox. So it, if I if I read this correctly, yeah. the way I know the four three is they're just they're just short one defensive end now. And they are, they want like a wide nine type four three though, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. And that means that those DNs are way outside, outside the, the tight end shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't have 100 yards rushing with our running backs in both games combined against the Eagles last year, too. Remember that. And that's The first game was without AP. We had 20-something yards rushing. Second game with AP, we had six. Yeah, the fantastic 10 carries for 18 yards with Woo! Darius Geis. So <laughs> I'm that looking was the forward game. to that was that game. Hard, hard, hard to run about when you're losing, man. He, he got his yeah, shot and choked. But- Jay's play calling was – I mean, I could literally tell you what he's going to do, what he's going to do. I, First and ten, hey, run. First and ten, run. Third and long. Like, you can uh, tell by the formations because they didn't match the passing formations. He didn't wrong. mask anything either. He sucked. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. I think I think Ron will have us in <laughs> LLC4, man. <laughs> now, what, we haven't spoke much about Deshaun Jackson, man, and, and we know that um, – Alshon Jeffrey is out for the Eagles tomorrow. Yep. I haven't really heard much about Deshaun in the news um, or seen him. He's been fairly quiet. I think he got some discipline earlier this uh, preseason, and he's been quiet on social media and even any reports out of Philly. Now, Deshaun historically has burned us either when playing with the Eagles or even playing down in, um, in Tampa Bay. Um, he's had some really good games against us. I believe that uh, Kyle Fuller will be out tomorrow. I think Aaron Colvin's going to get the start. I actually have no idea who's going to start, but I want to see if uh, Dev would react negatively to that. Evan, Aaron what's, what's the over-under? <laughs> what's the over-under on Deshaun's uh, yards uh, tomorrow against us? Do you think he's going to be a factor, or is he getting a little bit long in the tooth? He's going to catch a bunch of hits. I'll, I'll, I'll spit it to, uh, to Steve. No, I think he- – you have to prepare for Deshaun. I, I, I think you do. I mean, Jalen Rager is good. I, I don't, we don't know what Jalen Rager is going to be. I, I really like Jalen, Jalen Rager coming out of TCU. I, you know, I, they picked them right after us. Like, 
Eagles did a 19, 20. If we didn't get Deshaun, like I wouldn't have been upset if we picked Jalen Rager because where the draft picks were and who was left. Um, he can he can play. He's not Josh Doxon. He is not that TCU receiver. He is. I think he's going to be good. Um, what scares me is that Kendall Fuller's out. So the number one cornerback tomorrow, will, if, if, Ken, if, if Fuller's out, we don't know for sure, but we assume he is. It's going to be Ronald Darby. And then who's number two behind him? Jimmy, Jimmy Moreland, who, who we thought was our slot corner. So Fabian I, Moreau. I'm sorry, Fabian. We, yes, we talked about this, Fabian Moreau. But what scares me is, so you have Deshaun and you have Jalen Rager, but you still have to account for two tight ends now. So it's it's – it's a little bit worrisome. Um, Eagles I don't know. Run a base. Eagle, Eagles actually field. run a base three wide. So they run only one tight end with Ertz then. They'll run Goddard in on certain formations, but their base formation is a three wide. And Greg Ward's their third receiver who only showed up against us. Yeah. Go figure. Of course. Out. Last year. It's different this year, though. We'll see. That's all you need. Show up against us. Deshaun Jackson had eight catches, 154 yards. No, 100, yeah, 154 yards and two touchdowns last year, week one against us. I don't think he played for like the rest of the season after that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. That he was had one season. catch the rest of the year. He's 33, I though. Didn't even realize, I didn't realize he played with Philly last year. Yeah. Damn. He's, he's 33. Damn. At some point, that, that magic starts to run out. I'm not all that concerned. The thing that concerns me about Deshaun Jackson is Troy Apke being back there by himself, especially with the way that this defense, that Del Rio runs, where you're going to have um, Collins in the box is basically a fourth linebacker. That makes me real nervous. So that leaves Ap- Apke alone by himself. And, hey, we saw the angles he took last year. We saw them. I saw them. I know you saw them, Ali. I mean, some of those angles were just mind-boggling. Yeah. As good uh, as he's been, been coached camp, out. As good as you've been in camp, that's when you – going back to what our boy Anthony Armstrong said, that's when you know what's coming, so you know where to be. So, yeah. I, I, I get nervous, man. Hey, Dallas Goddard still had 600 yards receiving last year on 60 catches and five touchdowns. That's Goddard's nice. That's pretty respectable. I know he, he, was a big, two, he was a big red zone target, but – Two for 16 against us. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of eager one. to see what Thomas does for us, man. I – I haven't. I didn't watch a lot of him on, when he was on another team. You know, I yeah, it's apparently, apparently, there his chemistry with Haskins has gotten to the point that Washington's social media team is pushing this as like the new connection. Really? Yeah. You know, they said basically, get used to hearing Haskins to Thomas. And honestly, if you watched the training camp highlights, there's a lot of passes Logan Thomas is catching. And his height does stand out. Six five. He gets, six, I mean, six. Just like he's yeah, yeah. he's, he's a big boy. He's like, he's, and the fact you can throw him back at quarterback. You know, certain guys, you know certain guys though, they 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 have a certain height, but they don't play to that height. Logan Thomas plays six six. Yeah. Logan Thomas plays six six. That's like Terry McLaurin six foot, but we all thought he was six two because he plays big. He had he carries himself with a, with a with a just the way he plays. It's very stand up. You know, use every bit of your frame to make catches and to maneuver with the ball. And I see a lot of that with Thomas. So he does stand out as a target, and I think 
you know, maybe that's one of the reasons why Haskins feels comfortable with him. You know, this guy's got a wide catch radius, can go up and get the ball. I just hope it's not the byproduct of a scripted camp versus a weaker interior. Because, I mean, we all throughout the camp, we heard uh, that the Washington football team was getting gashed in the middle. Somebody was always wide open in the middle. That's typically where a tight end will hang out at. Um, but, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, obviously I'm going to be optimistic. It's, it's game one. It's week one. We've seen them play outside of snippets here and there that the social media team would release. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to temper my experts and not be too excited and be excited and be hopeful for the best. Uh, Ellie, I think you were getting ready to jump in. I was going to say, I'm, I'm off for right now, the Logan Thomas hype train. Um, for now, I, I can get back on if tomorrow, you know, he goes bananas. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, number one. He, he made a lot of plays in camp, and then what happened when he got hit almost every time? What'd you hear about? The Chiefs he, laid him out. And he fumbled the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, well, those, that's, were only, those were only on those little gadget plays they were running, too, that he saw he fumbled the ball. It was when he got popped. That's when he got popped, though. I mean, I just – I want to see – Maybe he's him. better at protecting himself when he's I after hope a so. catch. I really hope you're right. The other thing I would say is Haskins last year, and maybe just because we didn't have one, he didn't really look for the tight end much at all, right? Like no. when he was he was playing quarterback. Sprinkle so. wouldn't catch the ball every time it was thrown to him. <laughs> no, that's fair. But Haskins went to the slot a lot and has like Aaron Carver sprinkled some of whatever he got on him on <laughs> Jeremy. I just I mean, when you think about the offense, and yes, Carolina's offense was tight end first, we don't have that weapon. So I think it's gonna be a lot of McLaurin underneath, a lot of McLaurin, you know, on the outside, a lot of Sims coming underneath. Uh, a lot of other guys, the running backs getting the ball. I think the tight end's probably going to be the fifth option on most plays. So um, we'll see. I, I I want that to be real with Logan Thomas, but he's a, he's a convert. Number one, that always gives me a little bit of pause. Um, last year, he didn't do a whole heck of a lot with the Lions. I mean, he made a couple of plays, but it wasn't like he went bananas last year playing tight end. I know he was still converting, but it's just it's it's a it would be a big leap for him. Which again. And I know I say this a lot, but players don't typically make these types of leaps in their sixth year, you know. I, but if he doesn't, I'm on board. All you know, 100. percent Let's let's boogie. But I just it, he'd beat the odds. In other words, I don't I don't need Logan Thomas to do a lot. If he gets me four catches and 35 yards, you know, you know, and makes a couple of plays, maybe on on a third and, and medium or something like that, that's cool with me. Yeah. That's all I want out of Logan Thomas. That's all I expect out of him. Just give me a game performance. You know, give me a couple catches. Give me a couple first downs. That's what we need. Bail out the quarterback on third down, something like that. Obviously, it's gonna the passing game is gonna be a lot of McLaurin, and it's McLaurin over the middle because that's what he does. He does those he does those slants, drags, and crosses really well, and I think you're gonna see a lot of that. I'll, and um, I'm curious to see whoever, whether it's Inman, whether it's Cam Sims, who got called up today from the practice squad, uh, Steven Sims. I, I'm really interested to see who steps up and really set, tries to take and solidify that second receiver role opposite McLaurin. I, you know, I want to see, obviously in camp, it's been a lot of people just battling. 
and we haven't heard anything too great. But I think that, hey, it's game time. If you're going to make a name for yourself, do it now. Yeah, the, the only thing I want from Logan Thomas personally, I, I would love for him to ball out just because I like Logan Thomas, but I would really be happy if his blocking was on point yes. only because of that left side. Until I see otherwise, I think it's Swiss cheese. I mean, it's – is Christian starting? He's the left tackle, right? Yeah. Who's left guard? L1C4. It's uh, West Martin. West Martin. Right? Okay. So, you know – they're going to need some help over there. So I hope that he's majority on the left left side a lot. I don't know about Marcus Ball. I don't, I don't know about him being a blocking tight end. I know Sprinkle can block a little bit. I think he can block more than he can catch. But um, that's what – I would like to see Logan be a good blocker. And I don't know if he is a good blocker or not. You don't ever see it. So we'll see, man. I don't know. Um, all right, fellas. So question for you guys as we move on to the next topic. We'll just go the way with the Zooms lined up. Um, left down and, and over and I'll, I'll finish up. So Washington wins. If Phil, what you got? If the, everybody shows up and does their job, this Philly team is not dominant. They're, they're solid team healthy and they're not healthy. So if everybody shows up, does what they're supposed to do. And if we just need somebody on the offense besides the Givens and McLaurin, the Haskins, we we're, we expect more out of Haskins now. So if somebody else shows up as well, we win. On off, that's what we need. I think our defense is going to do its job. The offense just needs to somebody needs to step up and be that second and third option. That second and third weapon, whether it's Gibson, whether it's Love, whoever, somebody needs to step up and be that 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 next option. All right, Dev, Washington wins if Washington wins if uh, you know, like I said, Christensen L one C four holds up. <laughs> um, I would like to see them do a lot more read option stuff with Haskins. I think that if they do that in order to keep those uh those pretty quick defensive ends off balance, I think that will uh, help some of those old RG3 plays where he puts the running ball in the running back's hand, pulls it out, and throws that slant real fast to Garcon. Remember that? That was like a staple of that offense that year. If they, if they could find some of those ways to get the ball to Thomas or McLaurin over the middle real quick, uh, I think it could turn into some big first downs and maybe even bigger games for us. I'm, I'm looking to see if that happens. Um, but if we just – have a vanilla offense being it's our first game in a new offense with a new coach, uh, a lot of new pieces, then I think that the, you know, Philadelphia's experiment experience and their ability that they've had so far to stay kind of together as far as their core players could fuck us up pretty good. Um, it's, it, something's got to be said for, even if they are bench players playing, something has to be said for those guys. They played together for a while. They've won. Some of those guys have won a Super Bowl. None of the guys on Washington have won a Super Bowl that I think of. None of them. Some of them might have won an NCAA championship. I guess that might help a little bit, but none of them has won a Super Bowl that I know of. So uh, maybe the experience takes over. If we go vanilla, man, I think they they could – it could be another uh, first game of the year against Philadelphia, Michael Vick-style type of 
day. If we don't get to that quarterback, man, it could be that kind of day. All right. Ellie, what you got? Washington wins if. If Troy Apke is not a complete disaster. If Montez Sweat proves he was worthy of a first-round pick. If Peyton Barber has any juice left in the tank. Short, sweet, concise. I like it. Uh, for me, I think Washington wins. I'll go with two things. And one is fundamental. So Washington wins if we can control the clock. And we did, we were so bad at this last year. If you can keep, if you can keep Philly offense off the field, it's fundamental football. The longer you keep the off, the other team's offense off the field, the better you do. And we were terrible at it. So we can, if we can win the time of possession significantly, I, I, I think we win. And two is rush the quarterback. Cause I, we ain't getting any coverage sacks. It's just, it's not happening. Our cornerbacks are not going to get coverage sacks. So this whole defensive front seven that we've been hearing about, they, they got to do their job. They got to, you know, I'm so excited, but I'm going to be so let down if they get one sack tomorrow against some, some scrubs on the offensive line, I'll be devastated. Um, okay. So wrapping up, let's go, let's go final predictions. We'll go at the same order. So we, we talked about this, uh, I don't know if it was last pod or two pods ago, we gave our final predictions. So we're, what, where are we at right now, given the actives, inactives, what we know uh, since camp? Um, so, Phil, what's your final prediction for tomorrow? Washington 27, Philadelphia 20. I'm sticking by my prediction. Fair enough. Deb, what you got, bro? Uh, I'm going to go 17 to 10. Uh, no names. <laughs> All right, Ellie, what you got? 29-23. Um, this is the game to steal from the Eagles if you're going to take one this year. If we don't get this one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think we yeah. either win or get blown. I think we either win a close one or get blown out, man, personally. There's no middle ground. I, I don't no. see a blowout. I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, so I will go on the record saying previously, you know, I was not predicting a win, uh, whenever we did this previously, I was not, but given all the injuries where we are, they lost some key people specifically like Miles Sanders and probably Lane Johnson. I'm going a Washington win because I think it's going to be ugly football. I'm going to say 27, 24 Washington. So that's a flip for me. So that kind of messes with my, uh, original seven to nine prediction, uh, from earlier in the season, so maybe we get amped up, man. All the hey, you know us. what? Maybe hey, it's up. it's not going to be a Philadelphia home game. I can guarantee that. Like it probably <laughs> would have been if we had fans. So uh, we got that working for us. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I think everybody's excited too. So one o'clock um, tomorrow, we'll have the live the live thread going in the uh, the Facebook group. So make sure you participate, chat, uh, give us your feelings. Let us know how you uh, how you feel throughout the game. We'll we'll make sure that's live. Probably a few minutes prior to kickoff, and um, yeah, we'll we'll get this thing started. And I think we're gonna do uh, adjust the new schedule to do um, um, Sunday mornings pods. and Wednesday evenings. We'll do a little pregame, pregame, postgame pods for you guys moving forward, as opposed to just just the uh, Friday slash Saturday night pod. So, all right. Any shout-outs before we wrap this up, Phil? Any shout-outs? Um, shout-out to some of, the, some of the, the people in the group who have been a little more active lately. Um, there were guys who were doing the fantasy, uh, Mike, John, guys who were in the live chat. I've noticed they've been you know, dropping more comments and so forth. 
end of group as well. So I'm glad that, uh, you know, we're seeing more engagement. Uh, so shout out to, to Mike, John, and everybody else that's been getting, stepping up their game as we get closer to the season. All right. Dev, you got any shout outs? You muted, bro. Shout out to my homeboy, uh, Denny, who gave us some, uh, gave us some much needed uh, trash talk um, about his bum ass. Shout out to him. It was a good sport for taking a lot of, lot he of heat from me. He was a good yeah. sport. Respect. And shout out to uh, Rodney, man. I don't know where you at, bro, but uh, <laughs> safe travels up in Denver. Bring me back a care package. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cracker Barrel. They don't have Cracker Barrel where you at, bro? Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, yeah. I love uh, that. My high. I love that damn uh, hash brown casserole. Ellie, mm. what you got? All right, so I'm going to shout out uh, Dustin Ellie. Walsh. He's pretty active in the group. He posts a lot, man. He's my good dude. Buddy Rogers, he predicted a win for us tomorrow. James Quinn, Greg Delaney, Tom Crockett, Cody Jones, Chuck McCullough, Michael Swinson, Benjamin Harlow, Robbie Schmidt, and, of course, Peyton Barber who's going to carry the load tomorrow. Hey, hey do work, man. Let's go. Hey, you posted a, uh, a thread in the Facebook group. I was going to do it, but I don't have it yet. You posted a prediction for score, win, lose, score. So next week, I'm going to, I'm going to dovetail that next week. I ordered a Redskins lanyard for the group. So next week, we're going to do a whoever can predict the score and 100% right, you will win a, a Washington football team, not a Redskins, a Washington football team lanyard and a little gift card. You can predict the score. Uh, exactly 100%. So we'll keep that going until throughout the whole season until somebody gets that. Um, if not, the end of the season, we'll just give it away to somebody. Uh, my shout-outs, um, John Lewis, Brian Herbert, Frankie Smith, Aaron Scherer, Angela Davis, Bruce Geddes, Mike Piott. Hey, that's your, your Redskins Addicts fantasy football team. And, of course, us five here in a group that rounds out the rest of the group. Should be a fun, fun uh, fantasy football season. Um, Ellie has, like, Eight wide receivers. And they um, Stupid so we're good. <laughs> hey, I want to take my shout out back from Chuck McCollett too. He predicted a loss and that we wouldn't even show up tomorrow. So um, that's the, yeah, you don't get that, partner. There's always one. Always one. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap this up here, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow at the uh, the live thread at one o'clock.